What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's up, brother? I am um, looking forward to coming up and actually being in your physical presence on Saturday. <laughs> my, actually, my the day after the show comes out. Yeah, man, it's good. We're gonna have a blast. This weekend's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Doing I some, won't be staying the night, but I'm going to get up there kind of not super early, but somewhat early. Somewhat so, early. That'll that'll work. So we could do some do some stuff. We need to do a promo video for the GoFundMe page, <laughs> as well as a Kickstarter. Lovely. Let's and, do it. Um, Let's yeah, do we it. Should figure, we'll figure that out. <laughs> we got to figure some shit out. <laughs> God. Uh, we did get another donation today, just like a half an hour before we were recording. We got a donation. Hook. Hook. All right. Hook. Yep. Very nice. So Hook and Heather, yeah. they have uh, donated thus far. That yes. is outstanding. Appreciate the shit out so, of it. So, uh, yeah, it's getting started. Ball is officially rolling. Here we go. We're going to make us a documentary. We're going to get my ass abducted. <laughs> Probed. <laughs> get my ass probed, literally. I told my wife I'm going to have to get you, literally have to get you one of those anal chastity belts that I found online. I honestly, I don't think that's such a bad idea. Um, just just in case, just in case they want to do the We go out in the stuff. woods. If we go out to a place where, let's say this all comes, like, yeah, everything happens and we're, we find a place that we can go and it's out in the middle of the woods. That's all you're going to be wearing in the shot. I just... God bless America. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for this. I'm totally on board. Just <laughs> So if somebody wants to donate that chastity belt <laughs> in, in lieu of money, yeah. just let us know. Yeah. 913-730-7255. Ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. At Ectoplasmshow on Instagram and Twitter. The Ectoplasm Show on Facebook and ectoplasmshow.com are all fine ways to get a hold of us. Yeah. What uh, what are we talking about tonight, my friend? Oh, tonight we are talking about some stuff going on in the White House. But first, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Let's Big Red Brewing. Yeah, yeah. And um, right now, I just opened up. The Franklin Road Coffee Porter, and it is sweet and it is good. I like it. It's uh, chocolatey and smooth and chocolatey. Did I have some of that? Well, I don't know if it's really chocolatey. It's 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 got that. Yeah, it is chocolatey. No, you didn't have any of this. No, I, I didn't, didn't bring this no. up there. Hell but yes. yeah, so yeah, but a big thank you to Big Rip. Um, yeah, go check them out. Absolutely. Their website is uh, bigripbrewing.com. And you can check out, they have all their beers online, all the events coming up, things that they're brewing. And hopefully, pretty soon, you may see a beer named after us on there. That'll be awesome. If I'm, you I'm want looking. to, they have a tap room, and they're going to start serving like appetizers and other small food. But they do have a Mexican restaurant so that's attached to it that will uh, you can you can eat, order from. 
So if you go up there and have a drink, ask to talk to either Kip or Josh. Those are the owners. They're usually one of them's usually there, and tell them that the ectoplasm show told you about them. Hell yeah. I like it. Yeah. Oh, and they're going to be distributing limit, uh, limited distributing soon. I'm not sure when, but yeah. you'll be able to start finding them in your liquor store if you're around the Kansas City area sometime in the near future. That'll be sweet. That'll be sweet. Can't wait. That's tasty. I just wish you could, like, order beer online. You know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. That would be amazing. You can, um, you can, you can't ship it across state lines. Um, it's not illegal to ship it. The post office, I looked this up. The post office (laughs) will not ship it. They won't do it. Um, FedEx will? Yeah. FedEx and UPS, they have a policy stating that they won't ship it, uh, and, but you can try to get... People... I, I've read all these stories online because I was thinking about sending some up to you, oh. and they have to like hide it in certain ways. They have to like package it in a certain way, and then they, well, some of them put like a like a tin can with bolts inside of it, so if they shake it around a little bit, it makes the noise of something else. What the f and fuck? That's weird. But if they do find that you are shipping... Uh, beer or liquor through any of those, they'll just dispose of it. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> they took the bar, they took <laughs> the whole fucking bar. <laughs> oh, my goodness! So, yeah, go check them out. Big Rip Brewing, That'll North Kansas City. It'll be great. So, yeah, we're talking White House hauntings and other things paranormal. Absolutely. And I mean, honestly, if you want to think about this, like the White House, I mean, so iconic. You know what I mean? It's iconic anyway. But I I don't think people realize how fucking haunted this place actually is or could be. Well, yeah, every every part of it has some sort of story. Yes. Like I I, I was reading um, President Harry Truman wrote a letter to his wife one time that literally said, and I quote, the damn place is haunted sure as shooting. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is amazing. Yeah. The most recent thing, actually, Michelle Obama, uh, she was talking to some kids and I don't, I don't know if they asked her. They had a whole transcript of her entire speech. And I didn't read through all of it. I just saw the summed up parts. She states that uh, they wake up, you know, and there's, you know, they have people in there awake 24 hours a day. But they said they wake up to noises outside their hall all the time. And a lot of times they'll go out and investigate and there's nobody there. It doesn't mean that nobody didn't just walk through. Right, right. But they pretty much stay out of the actual living quarters unless they absolutely need to. The Secret Service does. Right. But they also have some people that in their family that have stayed there and other guests that they've reported an unusual unusual sensation at times of someone or something gnawing or chewing on their feet. What the fuck? 
as if trying to eat them from the bottom up. So this is <sighs> some of their friends have reported this after staying in the White House with the, with the Obamas. <laughs> They're like, "Fuck that! <laughs> like we're never coming back." <laughs> some tried to I eat my feet last night. Yeah, I love I you guys, didn't see but no. Any other reports anywhere wow. else that I looked about that same thing? That's nuts, though. Um, shit. Freaking weird, though. So I, they didn't state that it was painful. Maybe it just <laughs> felt like a puppy <laughs> chewing on their feet or something. But yeah, I mean, even <laughs> if it's not chewing, that's a weird sensation. Like so, it's not like fondling, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. I do know one story uh, pertaining to the attic, the attic area yes. of of the White House. Uh, um, and this was William Harry uh, Harrison, who is uh, Henry. Uh, William Henry Harrison. Isn't that what I said? What did I say? You said William Harry Harrison. Oh, I'm such a fucking... Uh, At least that's what I heard. It's been a day. I probably did say it. Um, anyway, he was the shortest serving president and uh, the first ever to die in office. Uh, he had pneumonia like a month after his inauguration kicks the bucket so um he got it at his inauguration is that what happened poor guy so subsequent well, his, uh, damn faults yeah that's true anyways i uh, here i'll give the backstory for that real quick before you get into yeah go for it yeah go for it he stood up in the rain in the cold to give his inauguration in front of a small group that stuck around sure and it was an hour it was like close to an hour speech or something an like hour that. and he refused to like dry off or go inside, and he stood out the flu, and then it turned into pneumonia, an and idiot. then killed him. What a dipshit. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> God. So, um, residents or whatever have believed that Harrison's ghost still haunts the White House, but in the attic, uh, rummaging around for something unknown. Now, several presidents have actually, like, reported... Hearing things, uh, unexplained noises, you know, coming from the attic just above the Oval Office. So, it's it's crazy shit. Now, others report that Harrison is not alone here. A Truman-era security guard once reported hearing the phrase, I am David Burns, coming from the attic above the Oval Office. This is... uh, uh, 1790, David Burns was the man forced to surrender his land so that the White House could could actually be built. How weird is that shit? Yeah, that's crazy. So the, somebody's the in the is attic. Definitely crazy. Yeah. So somebody's the, up in the, the attic. Sounds that I don't really. Um, right. I don't really think it could be a number could be of called things. anything right it could be a number of things like somebody's just up there like just rifling through all their shit i don't know <laughs> i mean because it's it's technically the president's residence but it's not owned by the president he doesn't know what's going on in there 24 hours a day yes. there could be any number of people up there for any number of reasons wow. if uh, to attain for the noise above the oval office one day sure I mean, he may be able to ask somebody, and I'm sure they'd be able to tell him. Most likely. Um, but that doesn't mean that there's there's hundreds of people that work in there. So, Yeah, absolutely. 
goodness. But yeah, I mean, it's an attic, and and it's uh, it is. It's an attic. Attics are creepy. Basements are creepy, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I got I got one about the basement. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was actually going to bring up the basement, but yeah, go ahead. I think you and I looked up the same some of the same stuff. You think so? Because I have a I had the exact same thing on the attic. I bet we did then. I yeah. bet we so did. Here. Hey, this will be good then. At the basement, the White House lore tells us something particularly dire lurking in the basement. Unlike other areas of the White House that are inhabited by spirits or figures of American history, the basement is said to be the home of a demon cat. <laughs> did you find that? I did. I did. Those who have reportedly seen the cat claim that it first appears as a small kitten, but as you get closer, <laughs> it becomes larger and larger. <laughs> According to the legend, many years will pass with no one encountering the demon cat, but when it does appear, it serves as a warning of a great national disaster. Oh, shit. It it was shortly, or cited shortly before the great stock market crash and right before President Kennedy's assassination. Oh. Wow. Well, you know, know, Kitty starts with a K, and Kennedy... Starts with a K and stock market. Both those words have K's in them. So <laughs> I don't know what to say about that it's one. The it Illuminati. Seem like it's a spirit. It's the Illuminati. That's what it is. You could say it. It's fine. They're manifesting it. Yeah, absolutely. They it made. They manufacture demon cats. I'm surprised you didn't know that. But I mean, what would you do if you were in anywhere? If I saw a fucking demon cat, you saw this cat? little kitty. You saw this little kitty, and you wanted to come up and pet it. All of a sudden, it started growing bigger and bigger, and tried to attack you. You know, first and foremost, I'm going to go on record, and I'm going to say this: I'm really not a cat person at all, at all. Like, I don't mind mm-hmm. cats. I'll pet a cat, but I, I don't go out of my way to pet the cat. The cat must just approach me, and then I could just bend down, pet the some bitch or whatever. That's fine. I really don't have a problem with them. I just don't prefer them. So me seeking out the cat would never happen. If I saw the cat, I'd be like, it's a fucking cat. Be like, y'all need Mm. to... (laughs) I'm not a cat person either. Y'all need to beef up security around this bitch. (laughs) You got a fucking cat down there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's good stuff, though. So Maybe it was a spy cat. Ooh. You know, they actually, the United States used cats as spies against the Russians. Okay. What? You never heard this Fuck. story? No, I never heard that. I mean, I'm putting on this, I'm putting myself on the spot here because I can just recall some of the details. I may be wrong about a few of them, but I do know that at one point, the cat was used as a listening Spy, they huh. they rigged up some stuff either in the collar or so they, some like, other way. They bugged the cat, so basically. That, yeah, wow. they bugged the cat that was always going into this place they wanted to listen into, and they may have done something else to the cat too. I don't remember off the top of my head, but yes, cats have been used as spies by the United States government against the Russians. It was either the U.S. or the U.K., but it, it was definitely against the Russians. Huh. And I'm sure it was the UK, yeah. Uh, or the US. We'll have to look into that a little bit more. 
There's other ones too. There's other. We could do a whole show about that. Did you know that currently there are 15 missing dolphins that were trained to kill? Oh fuck! They actually <laughs> attached things and little stuff to their fins, and I, I think one is like a thing that shoots darts with poison on them. That's insane. But yeah, I mean, they might be not be alive anymore. That was quite a while ago. But they actually trained these dolphins to attack and spy and other stuff. And then they went, you know, they all disappeared the same day. <laughs> Jesus, that's just grand right there. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Out there training sharks to hunt us now, probably. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because why not? Anyways. So, uh, since you and I basically pulled the exact same thing, which is great. I think this is great. Um, I mean, we this can just kind of, of we can kind of swap, this, you know. Yeah, this yeah, was the best. That's this I, article pulled almost all of the stuff into one article, exactly, so I just which took was kind of nice. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the Rose Garden area then of the White House. Um, the Rose Gar- Garden obviously is uh, commonly used for like presidential announcements and things of that nature, uh, press conferences. Uh, it's also the site, apparently, of a particularly creepy haunting. The garden uh, was originally planted by First Lady Dolly Madison in the early 1800s. A century lady, or shit, man, a century later, when First Lady Ellen Wilson requested that the garden be dug up, <laughs> garden workers reported that Madison's ghost appeared and prevented them from destroying her garden. So she was a little pissy, apparently. Now, since that time, other White House insiders have reported an occasional inexplicable inexplicable smell of roses in the White House. These instances are often credited to Madison's ghost. Now, what what did you laugh right there? Because... (laughs) Because... Think about it. it. It's it's literally called the Rose Garden, correct? Yes. And it smells like roses on occasion inside the no, White House. No, in, no, well, yeah, inside, inside the, the White, White House. House yes. Get the fuck out of town. You're gonna tell me. You're gonna stand there, and you're gonna tell me that inside the White House it might every once in a while smell like roses. Well, every once in a while. That they- they actually have an entire staff dedicated to the flowers to floral? inside the White House. Exactly. So well, many of which those people make over hundred thousand dollars a year just to keep the flowers fresh within the inside of the White House. That's just got to be a bitch of a job. I know. So what I'm saying is, of course it does. Of course it smells like roses inside the White House every once in a while. I'm sure it does. Even if it's not. I don't find that. Wafting in from somewhere. I love that word. Wafting. <laughs> Wafting. Smells are a thing that stay. Yeah, yeah. In anything. You can you can even change carpet and paint walls. And yeah, roses aren't a strong sense like smoke. Um, but it does. I could see it definitely keeping around. Who knows what kind of cleaner stuff they're using in there, too. I'm going to tell a story real quick about, about fart. About fart smells. Yeah. All right. My buddy Mike, I've had him on the show a couple times. Mike, he uh, in college farted inside my dorm room while sitting in my recliner. Farted, okay. It smelled so horrendous 
that I had to crack the window. It was like 30 degrees outside. Crack the window, and we left for four hours, okay? Four hours we were gone. We came back. Mind you, the window was still open. It's cold as shit in the room, and it still stunk. <laughs> like, the kids got a brew. But, yeah, so smells can definitely linger easily. I don't know why that just popped right in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, remember that time that Mike farted? Anyway, I'm sorry. I had to go there. No, that's all right. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, smells stick around even if they're not in the air. They embed oh, yeah. into things. That's why... Like smoke is definitely a very strong caustic smell that sticks in everything, and it's not the smell that sticks; it's the materials. But um, you could Whoa. smoke in at your house, sure, and then stop smoking, and twenty years later, it still smells like smoke in your house. It can absolutely so. crazy, crazy. So even yeah, like this, I have another one that's outside as well. The North Portico. Oh, okay. Uh, the, okay. The White House entrance has a number of notable ghost fixtures. A torch-wielding British soldier is often seen standing outside the front door. I'm surprised they haven't tried to shoot at him yet. <laughs> People have also reported seeing long-deceased White House ushers and doormen still tending to their duties. Sure. Perhaps most bizarre is the ghost of Anne Surratt, whose mother Mary was hanged in 1865 for her role in the Lincoln assassination. Anne's ghost has been spotted pounding on the White House doors, begging for her mother's release. She is also reported to sit in front of the steps every July 7th, the anniversary of her mother's execution. So let's just get in there on (laughs) July 7th and we'll see for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You think? Yeah. Man, we're going to have to be like I have a security clearance. You guys don't know. You know what? We're going to have to become, like, way more famous. <laughs> and get or in good and start rubbing like. What's that? Or more ninja-like. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey. I mean, because you can't just saunter up to the front door and knock and be like, I'm going to crash with you all. Just make a little guys. homemade helicopter and fly in there. Yeah, that's a great idea. Can you imagine? Like, uh Somebody's done that. Yeah, people are fucking dumb, though, man. Crashed like, on the White House damn, lawn. People are so dumb. It wasn't a helicopter. It was one no, of those it, other things, but it's basically like a helicopter. God damn it. I don't get people. That guy did it because he was running for office and wanted the attention. <sighs> people are so fucking stupid. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, I was I was going to talk a little bit about the second floor bedrooms because they're particularly creeptastic. So, like, various bedrooms on the second floor are are used for the president's family and other guests, which is what you talked about earlier. Now, mm-hmm. a husband and a wife pair uh, reported. That the ghost of a British soldier tried to set fire to their bed. Um, it is presumed that this soldier was the man who set fire to the White House uh, during the War of 1812. Now, in addition to that, President Lyndon B. Johnson's daughter, Linda. Uh, Linda Bird. Linda Bird. Once reported seeing the ghost of Lincoln's son, Willie... 
who actually had died in the very room in which she was staying then. Now, other reported activity includes the ghostly screams of President Grover Cleveland's wife, who was the first woman to ever give birth in the White House. Um, And then following renovations in 1952, activity in the bedrooms had decreased significantly. Now, talking about 1952 and what happened in 1952, I believe it was July. I think it was July of 1952. I'm pulling this up so I don't fuck this up. Um, 1952 Washington DC UFO incident. Yes. Cuz it was it was in July. Uh It's called the Washington Flap. I had never heard of it referred to as yeah. that before. I never heard that before. I've heard that used that <clears throat> flat term used for other UFO sightings around. Okay. Too. Okay. So a series of unidentified flying object reports from July 12th through July 29th of 1952 over Washington, D.C. Um, crazy stuff. The most publicized sightings took place on consecutive weekends, July 19th and 20th, and then the 26th and 27th. Um, <laughs> Curtis Peebles, who is a uh, UFO historian says, never before or after did Project Blue Book and the Air Force undergo such a tidal wave of UFO reports. (laughs) I would totally believe it. Crazy stuff, though. And there's actual footage of this, though. You can see footage of this. Uh, Maybe we'll just post that. Post that video up, too. Now, which footage do you you see? Because I I saw saw, a couple different things there. Yeah, I saw... um, I think they did a a re... What uh, I we, saw is very shitty footage of UFOs hovering over the Capitol building. Hmm. That's what I saw. Now, yeah, I saw I saw one like that, but then I saw another one that kept. It wasn't a maybe it wasn't a video, but they kept showing this thing that held these little blue dots in the sky. I think that was an artist representation of it. That's very possible. Um, I do know that also. Like there was some. Uh, there, <sighs> There was some report that uh, something very similar was going on, except it was just one, I believe, one singular UFO hovering over the Capitol building. <clears throat> Excuse me. It shoots like a, a beam that seemingly is touching the Capitol building then. Have you seen this? Um, no, I haven't seen <clears throat> I'm going to try to find particular it. One. I'm going to try to find it. But then supposedly it goes... It it takes off and then it lands at the White House. Lands at the White House in supposedly a underground bunker specifically designed to to house a, a UFO apparently. So it lands on the on the White House property in a hidden bunker. Now, I'm sure there's hidden bunkers. Don't get me wrong there. There's absolutely hidden bunkers. Yes, absolutely. There's tunnels going to other parts of D.C. But I, I, just, don't, I just don't see it as a uh, as an airport for, for UFOs. I think it's no. kind of a high-profile location. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's not only Why don't a high-profile location. Stick that shit in the middle of the Amazon the rainforest. You know? 
depends on how big the UFO is. Right. If it's coming in and going through a hole, that then it would have to close itself or you'd be able to see it. Coming in hot. Um, Into the hole? Yep. But, yeah, (laughs) I I think unless they're invisible and even the landing area is invisible, I think that people would know about it. It's fucking weird, dude. So weird. So, do you, did you read the part about the Rose Room? I have not. The Rose Bedroom is frequented by its former occupant, President Andrew Jackson. Jackson. Is that old Hickory? Old Hickory? Isn't that his uh, his is nickname? It? I believe so. I don't know. Fuck me. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> uh, numerous White House employees have seen or heard Jackson in the room. Often engaged in hearty laughter or swearing violently. Yeah, buddy. According to White House lore, there's an inexplicable cold spot on the canopy bed in the room where Jackson slept. Among the most notable reports, Mary Todd Lincoln claimed to have heard Jackson swearing and White House seamstress Lillian Parks felt his presence over her which she recounted in her memoirs about her time in the White House. Not to be outdone, Lincoln has been spotted here when Queen Wilhelmina of the Netherlands stayed in the bedroom. She answered a knock at the door one night and saw Lincoln's ghost standing in the hallway. Shit. What would you do if you saw Franklin Abraham Lincoln standing there? I w- well, you know what I would do? Shit I would yourself. go walk up next to him. Be like, hey. I would make up? him take off his top hat, and then I'd try to stand on my tippy toes so I would be the same height as him. <laughs> You're not that tall. <laughs> You're not that tall without your I don't hat. know how tall was he. I have no idea. I'm pretty tall. You know what's really interesting about Lincoln, though? Tall is Lincoln. Look at you Googling shit. You should Google it. It's worth a Google. Hey, what's it say? 6'4". I'm the same height as him. Oh, that's fine then. You guys can <laughs> pal around or do whatever. You know, it's interesting, though, about Lincoln is, you know, you see a a tall man like that, and you instantly think, you know, he's got a very deep timbre to his voice, a very, you know, manly voice, but apparently his voice was very high-pitched and shrill. <laughs> like, have yeah. you have you ever heard this? Um, and apparently, no, I don't think so. I, I know quite a bit about Lincoln. I've been to his library. Nice, man. And I've read some books about him, and I don't think I ever saw that. Well, apparently, it was it was better uh, because he, you know his voice would carry so goddamn far <laughs> because huh. it was so high pitched. You know, um, so when he was making all these speeches and things of that nature, I mean, it was it was perfect for him. So good stuff. What? Oh. I tell huh? you. What? What? <laughs> what did, What happened? I have no idea. Oh, no, I, all of a sudden I heard you just go, what? Yeah, I did. I said that. Why? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, the East Room. The East Room in the White House. Yes. The East Room is the favorite haunt of Abigail Adams's ghost. Now, during her tenure in the White House, this was 
the room in which she would hang her laundry, which is so fucking weird to me. Anyway, she is often seen in or en route to the East Room with her arms outstretched as though they are carrying like a laundry basket. Now, sightings were particularly abundant during the Taft administration, but even as recently as 2002, a group of tourists reportedly saw Adams. Uh, and in addition to her sightings, many people report the faint smell of laundry soap around this area. Now, Lincoln has also been spotted here as well, which was the room in which his body was laid in state. So that that's something I yeah, did not know. I, I, did I not thought it was weird that. that she would hang the laundry in there as You're well. Right. I mean, it's a huge room. But it's gorgeous. You know, why not use uh, the outside where it can well, get I mean, a breeze, too? Well, I mean, I don't know too. if the White House would want to air its laundry outside. Well, then maybe you should yell at her and be like, what are you doing, lady? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And be like, hey, I don't know what kind of establishment you think this is. But it's the fucking White House. Well, technically, it's hers to do, you know. Yeah, that's true. You just do but whatever still. the fuck you I don't know who you think you are. You think... <laughs> Hanging it up in the basement with the big kitty. <laughs> with the big kitty. <laughs> with the <laughs> Hang it downstairs with the demon cat, lady. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you ever been to the White House? No, I haven't even been to DC. Like we I, we've talked about it. I've I've yeah. only been the only place on the East Coast that I've been to is New York. Sure. And I've been to West Virginia, which isn't actually technically on the coast, but it's right there. Uh-huh. And I've driven into Virginia just a little bit out of West Virginia. But no, I haven't been anywhere else on the East Coast. Hell yeah. I've been pretty much everywhere in the West. I uh, uh, I went to the White House once. I did not get to go in to the White House. They saw, huh? they saw me coming. They saw me coming. No. <laughs> I uh, I was on my freaking it was on a field trip. I think it was in like 8th grade or some shit like that. Uh, you took a field trip to Washington DC. Okay, maybe not a field trip, it was a class trip to okay. Washington DC. Now, obviously, you know, if you uh you paid X amount of dollars, you got to go to DC, see the sights, all that stuff. I actually uh was lucky enough to be selected as uh, one of just two of us to lay the wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier. Yeah. It was quite the honor. Absolutely. Pretty uh pretty big deal. No lie. Pretty big freaking deal. Wow, I didn't know that I was talking to somebody that high up in the administration. You're really not. I was on the eighth grade field trip. <laughs> <laughs> Had high hopes, huh? <laughs> Had high hopes. Big future. <laughs> oh man, yeah. World was my oyster at that time. I had the world by the balls. <laughs> yep. So not a lot of people know that there's another oval room in the White House. That's very true. There's the Oval Office, but there's also the yellow oval room. Yeah. And during Lincoln's administration it was his personal library. See, I did not realize this at all. That's really cool. 
numerous White House employees have reportedly seen Lincoln gazing out of the windows of this room. Lady, uh, First Lady Grace Coolidge also claimed to have seen him there. In addition to Lincoln, the disembodied voice of David Burns has been heard in this room as well. Oh, shit. First First Lady Mary Todd Lincoln also reported seeing the ghosts of both President Thomas Thomas Jefferson and John Tyler in that room. Huh. All we go to hell. There again, David Burns making another appearance. What the hell, David Burns? What are you doing? Give me my land back. Oh, he's, is... he's pissed. He is pissed. Wouldn't you be mad? I am mad at the government. I'm pissed off. I'm going to call some people about this. <laughs> if I became president, I would turn it into what a log you house. <laughs> you would, too. You would. And they'd be like, now how in the fuck are we going to strategically secure said log cabin? Because now it's not the White House anymore. It's yeah. we're gonna go uh, take a field trip to the to the log house in Washington, Washington D.C. log house. That'd be great. I'm taking it back. I'm taking all the way back to Lincoln's childhood <laughs> in a little log cabin. You're like, rip this bitch down to the studs. <laughs> we're starting over. Can, yeah, I know that the president has some say over what is they, done to the house. Well, I don't know if you can make that drastic of a change. No, I think um, what they do is they get to you know decorate it, basically. They can decorate well, it not, however uh, they well, want. All the, so, they can renovate some of it, too. It's just kind of tradition not to. Like, Nixon had a whole bowling alley put into the basement. Of course he did. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a whole bowling alley. It was just a couple lanes. Sure. But still... And there's been other ones. I think it was Truman. That, that in 1952 was that major renovation, and that wasn't like the government voting on it. That was the president at the time deciding that he wanted to renovate the house. Just saying, like, hey, this sounds like a good idea. You can go in there and renovate it all you want. I didn't but it's realize kind that. of bad taste to renovate right. some of the rooms that are attached to like the Lincoln bedroom. See, you know, that's that what I was. Yeah, I I didn't realize that. Um, I knew that they could, uh, you know, choose different pieces and put them in certain rooms and things like that, and yada yada, um, and kind of decorate it how they wish. I I was not aware though that. Uh, I mean, it may have changed. I've read a book on this before, actually. Sure, sure. And I and I know, like, I know some of the history. Swimming, the White House is swimming around in my head with everything else. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I do know that at least at one point, up until recently, the president could change whatever he wanted to about the White House. That's really cool. Except for, I don't know if they've ever changed the exterior. I don't know. I know that they could change the interior to be what they want it to be. Sure. And obviously the Secret Service has some say over it because they have to keep it safe. What's absolutely mind-boggling to me. It's absolutely amazing, though, um, is the fact that you can look at the White House and it just looks like a, a fucking fancy house. That's what it looks like. It just looks like a fancy house. Well, yeah, you can't see the surface-to-air missile bases on the roof. But And you cannot... But the thing is, like, just looking at it and saying, eh, looks like a house. It's 
It's like basically I don't know if it's I'd call it a house. No, exactly, but it looks like a mansion, right? I mean, it just looks like a mansion. However, it's like basically yeah. impenetrable, impenetrable. Like it is so rock solid that not shit is really getting through that. Up even including the windows. Well, you're talking about like a bullet coming I'm talking in. about yeah, exactly. Because there was that person. I'm sure they stepped it up here. Now, that guy that started, like, opening fire? No, no. I'm, well, him. That was um, the I'm week. talking about. Yeah, that was the week before I was there. <laughs> the guy that was, like, shooting at the White House yeah. on the front lawn there, basically. Yeah. No, what I'm talking about is over the last. They, I've heard oh. a lot of different stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But over the last, like, ten or five years. I guess the Secret Service has gotten really laxed, and some of the people are blaming even Obama for that, for <laughs> just allowing them to do whatever they want. Jesus. Not necessarily yeah. whatever they want. You guys just want. go Anyways, up on the roof. Go up on the that, roof and smoke uh, some pot. It's fine. It'll be like fine. a couple of years ago, within the last two years, a person was able to jump over the fence, and he made it across the lawn, and he was actually able to overpower the woman that was guarding the front door Shit. and made it inside. He didn't make it much farther inside, but he actually made it inside, and it was because they didn't really wash the lawn that day. And, yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't necessarily believe that women can't do that job, but this, he was able to overpower the person that was guarding sure. the door that day. I love it because they didn't, didn't really watch weapons. the lawn. They really didn't watch the lawn that day. <laughs> yeah, and, and they didn't, he didn't have any weapons. He just wanted to get inside, and he wow. made it inside. And so, what what happened to this poor bastard? I don't I don't remember. I'm sure, you know, he was arrested. Obviously, oh yeah. I'm like, he did they probably slice him? was just crazy, and he's probably in some institute now or something like that. But I don't know for sure. Jesus Christ. That's weird, though. Now, you brought it up with the the Lincoln bedroom, which yes. is probably one of the most famous haunted rooms in the entire damn place. Would you agree? Yeah. So I, I, I would, mean, other than underneath the, uh, you know, the desk in the Oval Office where Monica was haunting, yum, yum. it's probably the most haunting place in. House. That's like haunting in a different sense of haunting. That's like the shit that makes you go like, eh. yeah. I think she was just hanging out down there. It's just like it. gives you the nasty chills where you're like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> nasty. Anyway, so the Lincoln, uh, the Lincoln bedroom. Given Lincoln Lincoln's frequent appearance at various places on the list. It's no wonder that his bedroom comes in at number one. So Winston Churchill famously refused to sleep in the bedroom ever again after seeing the ghost beside the fireplace. Now, it says Churchill, it should be noted, had just emerged from a bath, was completely nude during the encounter. Now, that's enough to shake anybody up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Beyond those already listed as seeing Lincoln in other places, he has been spotted by Presidents uh, Teddy Roosevelt, Herbert Hoover, and Dwight D. Eisenhower, First Ladies Jackie Kennedy, Lady Bird Johnson, Presidential Children Susan Ford, Maureen Reagan. Uh, Maureen and her husband both saw Lincoln standing beside the fireplace again, just as Churchill had seen him. Um, other guests have reported the 
the lights in the bedroom would turn themselves on and uh, inexplicable cold spots will occur as well in the room. That's the room that fascinates me the most, I think. I don't know why. I just think, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's pretty interesting stuff, and I think... I think we're just going to have to go and investigate it, buddy. I think yeah, that's what it has to happen. It has to happen. They have to let us in. What do you think? Do you think we got a I shot? Think we could, I think we could figure it out. We got a shot, right? Yeah. I think so, too. It's not that big well, of a Well, I think deal. I'm going to be president one day anyways. I, so. I don't know if I want to be president, but I think I'm going to have to take the job. <sighs> yeah, Somebody's um, got to do it, buddy. It might as well be you. You got my vote. I tell you that right now. You got maybe my that maybe that maybe that's a, a movement you should start. I, I think I should start my own GoFundMe page for you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck to the yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So fucking crazy. I love it. I'm out of ghost I stories. I will be your humble servants. Would you? Not your, not yours, but the people. Oh, that sucks. Okay. Well, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> um, I do have one more thing here. Gotta you, turn on the light. You're doing work. Uh, have you ever heard of the t- Curse of Tecumseh? I have no idea. This was also called a few other things at the time. Okay. It was also called, um, let's see. Um, the presidential curse, or the twenty-year curse, and the zero-year curse. You've never heard of this? I don't think so. They do a loose tie into uh, an Indian uh, named Tecumseh cursing, but I just find the details of it more interesting than the tie-in. So, yeah. and it's actually the curse must be over because it's stopped. So, I'll go through the presidents real quick. Uh, William Henry Harrison was elected in 1840, and we all know what happened to him. He died of pneumonia like a month and a half in or something like that. Right. 1860, Abraham Lincoln was elected president, and we definitely know what happened to him. Yeah. 1880, James A. Garfield was elected president. Okay. And he was shot and died of infections in the White House. Well, he didn't... I don't know if he died in the White House, but he died, died while... While... Right, right. 1900, William McKinley was president. And while he was visiting a Pan Am exposition, expedition in Buffalo, he was shot twice by anarchist Leon Frank... Huh. Some weird name. And eight, eight days later died... Uh, 1920, Warren G. Harding elected president, and right. he died from what the papers referred to as a stroke of apop- apoplexy, but probably thought to be a heart attack. In 1940, wow. President D. Roosevelt was elected president, and he died in office after the fourth in, during the fourth term of natural causes. And then 1960, John F. Kennedy was elected, and we all know what happened to him. So that's every 20 years, exactly, the president that was voted into the office every 20 years died in office. 
Huh. It was Up called until... the curse of Tecumseh or the twenty year curse. Yeah. And obviously it's been broken, but when yeah. Jimmy Carter ran in nineteen eighty, he was actually asked about this while he was running. If he won, if he'd be worried about it, he said no, because I would love to die in office for my country. Now I don't really like Jimmy Carter all that much or that side yeah. of the party or really both parties, but um that's kind of a badass thing to say. Yeah, I guess. Kind of. So, I don't yeah, know. So whatever it was that was making every president that was every twenty years president was elected and then died in office, whatever it was, huh. has broken. So I'll be damned. But yeah, I'm like it's not uh it's not in effect anymore. It's just a weird coincidence. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a lot to be a coincidence. Huh. Because that was, what was that? That was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven presidents. Not in a row, just every 20 years. Wow. That's freaking nuts. Freaking nuts. Every 20 years. Huh. But yeah, obviously, I mean, obviously, it's just not, not in effect anymore. I don't know. We, I, I could say so many things right now. I'm not gonna. <laughs> don't don't go there. The Secret Service might show yeah, up. Yeah, it's fine. Hillary, you know will, that Hillary will cut I don't us know off. If I mentioned it on here before, but I think I mentioned it to you. I got quote unquote interviewed by the Secret Service once. You did um, tell me about this. I do yeah, I don't think I this. told about it on here though. I don't think it was on. I don't think it was on the show. I think it was no, just but you I, and I, I can talk. tell our listeners that the Secret Service, whether they have to or not, or whether they want to or not, have to take every little thing seriously. Yes, they do. It's, it's their nothing job. that I did. No, it's their job. Uh, That's I had what a they have to family do. member, my brother. He has some sort of condition. And I don't even know if they know exactly what it is, but every few years he flies off the handle, batshit crazy. Conspiracy thing, big time. And it has to do with stress and some drugs he's done, just just all kinds of stuff. So one of these times, it was actually the first episode he had. It lasted a few months, but the first episode he had, a few things had happened before, but... My parents went on a cruise, and it was in between his many episodes within the big episode. But he went on. My parents went on a cruise, and it happened to snow like twelve inches that day, or that weekend, Shit. after my parents left for the cruise. And my brother, I'm at work. My brother's roommate's at work. Actually, I might have been at home. I don't remember where I was when I got the phone call. But my brother got picked up walking. On the sidewalk in a t-shirt, shorts, and flip-flops, they stopped to make sure he was okay, and then they realized something was going on with him, and so they picked him up and brought him in and put him into a room and started asking him some questions, and he made a threat against Obama's life. Right. Now, my brother had already had some run-ins with, with this police department, and they knew that he was having problems and they also knew that he wasn't really a credible threat but they they have to go through their paces so I get a phone call 
from his roommate. My parents are on a cruise. They can't be reached, and they wouldn't be able to make it there anyway. So I get a call from my brother's roommate saying that he was at work, and he just got a call from the FBI, and they're at the house, and they and he wanted me to come over there with him. Huh. And while they were going through the house. So I get there, and this is a major four-lane road, two lanes in either direction that my brother lives on. And it just happens to be a block or like four blocks from the police station on that same road. Anyways, they had half the complete half the road closed down. They closed the fucking road. My brother's house. There were, I would say, four police cars, three blacked down SUVs, another vehicle, and then a um, like a fire truck size situation vehicle. Or something like that. Shit. I assume they had equipment in there. So, I, yeah, there's like 35 people inside of my brother's house, which is just a little two-bedroom house. And I get there. And yeah, they were nice. They were nice. They, you know, everybody was cool. But it's still the Secret Service you're talking to. Yeah. So, yeah, at one point, they want to talk to us. And we, yeah, I talked to the police, and then I talked to the FBI, and they just they were just asking general questions. And then... There were two Secret Service guys there, and they pulled us into separate rooms, me and the the um, the roommate, to talk to us. They actually they happened to pull me into the kitchen. Shit. And we were talking, and yeah, she was nice, but it was still the Secret Service I was talking to. Yeah, exactly. And she was asking all these questions about my brother, who had made some videos about Thermite and put it on YouTube, and he was just playing around with them. Like, this was before all of his stuff. So, yeah, he was just asking questions about this and where he filmed and you know, all that. And all of a sudden, they stop us. Like, somebody comes around the corner and says, we need you to leave this room because we have to X- X-ray this closet that's in his bedroom we can't get into. Shit. So they were literally had this big bar that they ran across the walls to X-ray it. And we had to leave the room on the other side so that we weren't affected by the X-ray. It's pretty impressive, though. <laughs> so yeah, that's my that's my run in with the Secret Service, and then wow. you know I, I sat down on the couch with my with the roommate, and they were just going through the house, and there's there were literally there were drugs in every room, but they didn't care about that. They didn't touch the drugs, and you know slowly the Secret Service people left first, and then the FBI people left, and then the police started filtering out, and all the, this whole time as they're leaving. It probably took a half an hour for all of them to get around and leaving. Sure. The last police officer, the very last one, he was walking out the door and he had the door. And right before he closed, he said, don't smoke your brains out and <laughs> slammed the door and left. <laughs> oh, fuck. I tell you what. So, yeah, I, uh... that's one, one, of the run, one of the things that I, that's my run in with the Secret Service. And one of the things I had to deal with my, my brother. I, uh... I had a run-in with the FBI at one point in time. And I am not going to get into that shit now because it's a long-ass story. But sometime soon I will share that with everybody because it's fucking... It is the craziest goddamn story. And it's just one of those fucking stories where you're just like, yep, only this can only happen to me type of thing. You know, you just sit there and shake your yeah. fucking head because you're like, yep, this is about par for the course. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But hell yeah, buddy. So, yeah, what do you think, man? What do you think? Uh, final thoughts. 
on the White House. I mean, on the it's ghosts. one of the most one of the most iconic places, buildings in the world, let yeah, alone absolutely. the United States. Yeah, and honestly, if if I were uh, given the opportunity to be to be president to live there, that's a big fucking deal, and most likely that house would hold a very special place in your heart. If you were given the option, why the fuck yeah, wouldn't whether you, you deserve stick around? It or not. Yeah, right. But why wouldn't you just stick around there? You know, you're married to that. Well, yeah, job. or even if it's uh, like a residual emotional attachment to the building. Yeah. And a I lot. mean, you gotta think about the stuff that these people, these presidents, go through, and the emotions of having to deal with the news of certain things or sure. certain things they have to make decisions on that say, we don't even know about. I'm yeah. sure. I'm like, you are literally crafting history right then and there. As much as I don't like Obama's policies and a lot of the stuff that I know publicly, I'm sure he's had to make a very emotional and tough decisions within that building Guaranteed. that can leave a lasting oppression in there spiritually. Let me just go on record and say this. Look, go back. Every president. Look at what they looked like during the election year. And then look what they look like after they're out of office directly yeah. following office. Like just look at Obama himself in running for president as opposed to right now this minute. He looks like shit, man. Like he looks like he has been yeah. road hard and put up wet. And I don't give a fuck if you like the guy or don't like the guy. It's none of my business. But <laughs> it's pretty obvious that there's a fair amount of stress that goes along with that job. It it's written all over his face and his hair. You know what I mean? It's pretty peppered these days. So, yeah, I mean they do spend a decade there, and they tend to be. Or they have in older. recent in the recent uh, past here. They have yeah. been, yeah, absolutely. Well, they tend to be older when they get in there, and yes. I mean older in the sense of, if not past middle age, at the cusp of the middle part of middle age. Sure. At the very least, because. I mean, you have to be 35 just to be voted in, and most right. of these people are well Way past over that. that. Yes. Way so, over yeah, that. they can age, but it's, it's pretty, it is pretty stark seeing the differences between the time they get in there and get out there. And as much as I don't like Clinton either, uh, Mr. Clinton, not Hillary that keeps cutting us off, he, <laughs> does, he looks the same as he did. I mean, he almost looks better. You know what I mean? Like, he's lost a shit ton of weight. Looks like he's enjoying the ride. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's probably just... I love all these memes that just yeah. have him like... Yeah, uh, dude. First With lady the... in the White House, you don't know a damn thing. You don't... <laughs> he's got that grin on, that smirk, you know? First woman, yeah, in the yeah, Oval right. Office. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Good stuff. I got the ones of him sitting in a strip club saying, I'm watching the polls for you, Hillary. <laughs> I have not seen that. No? <laughs> no, but I'm going to look for it. <laughs> That's great. Funny shit. So we got a few We got a few events coming up. We got the first day yeah. coming up is the Nick Redfern event at Malvern Manor. June 24th. Uh, you get, yeah, you still get tickets to that. On our website yeah. through Eventbrite, and we have well, we will be at an event there in July. Yes, before the August events, we'll be yes. at the uh, 
an event at Malvern Manor in July. I don't know the date on that one. I believe it's the 16th. We'll be uh, premiering A Brush with Evil 2. I thought it was the weekend after that, actually. I thought it was like the 23rd or 26th. Anyways, you can find that, too, online. Then we have the Kansas City Paracon. Yep. Which is growing and growing and growing. I, we literally are going to have to have booths outside this year. <laughs> Looks like, uh, and that's the first weekend in August, isn't it? First weekend in August. Yeah, yeah go buddy. to KansasCityParacon.net to check out the lineup of speakers and ticket prices. The whole weekend under 20 bucks right now. So right. order Which them now. Which is outstanding. Come on. Yeah, if you want to come, order them now. I don't foresee them going up before the event, but you never know. They might. They will go up at the door. They'll be sure. like 25 for the weekend at the door. So yeah. if you want to save that five bucks. It's a way to do get it. Get them now. I mean, them. You might as well if you're planning on going. Get them while they're hot. That's going to be a fun weekend. anyway. It always is. Always fun. Yep. So. And then we have Stratica Paracon, August 20 with Barry Fitzgerald, which I actually... Yep misspelled his last name on the banner. I have to fix that. I'm going to fix that right after we get off the, oh, cool, cool. Off the Skype here. After you I fix it, uh, the, after you fix it, send it to it. me. Send it to me. Okay, yeah, it just says Fit Gerald. Oh, okay, okay. No. So it's not that Nobody noticed until one person out of Wichita sent me a message. As long as it wasn't Barry. Even, even Barry didn't notice. <laughs> he probably did and he didn't want to be a dick, you know, and he's like, God damn it. Uh, he said, fuck, change it, fuck, fuck. It's so great. Oh, I love it. Go to GoFundMe, go to Kickstarter, go to our website and click on the link to go check out this documentary we're going to make where Josh is going to have to wear an anal chastity belt. I'm not wearing that fucking <laughs> Oh, come on, it's for the show. I'll do it. Just give Leather, me- man. Yeah bondage it's gonna be nice <laughs> shit <sighs> order a bumper sticker they're going fast and the price is probably gonna have to go up because i bought them at a very discounted price and i don't yeah. think i'm gonna be able to get any more at that price so shit. if you want a bumper sticker order one now hell yeah people are uh, people are sporting them and if you already have a bumper sticker send us a picture of that shit like wherever you stuck it, I want to see pictures. We'll post them up. So, uh, rate and review us on iTunes if you if you would please. Por favor, thank you. <laughs> Shit. Oh my god, dude. I know. As we record this right now, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday night, and I am fucking just spent. So it's. Ugh. Yeah, we made it through the you know the but Mercury now, transition or whatever it was right. called. Right, we made it, made it through that shit. <sighs> yeah, things are looking up. <laughs> Thank you, Big Rip, for yes. providing the beer for the episode, and Absolutely. it was tasty. Go check out BigRipBrewing.com. If you're in the Kansas City area, go to their tap room and have a beer. Absolutely. I right. think that I am going to be having a birthday party up Yay. there because my birthday happens to be May 20th, which is a Friday, a week and a half away, a week from the time this show goes out. That's right. 
Don't quote me on it. It may change between now and then, but I'm thinking about going up there and just having a beer with all my friends that want to come out. I think it's a great idea. Great plan. All right. Well, I tell you what. Wrap up the show. You guys have a great freaking weekend. We will talk to you very, very soon. Peace out. 